Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. This is Bloomberg Law with June Grosso from Bloomberg Radio. Did fearful jurors issue a sham verdict because they were panicked about deliberating too long during the coronavirus pandemic? A defendant is blaming the coronavirus for his guilty verdict. After eight hours of deliberations and a seven-week trial, a Salt Lake City jury found businessman Lev Derman guilty of leading a conspiracy to cheat U.S. tax authorities of $500 million through a program designed to promote clean fuels. Joining me is David Voriakis, Bloomberg Projects reporter. David, this was a conviction of a Los Angeles businessman for leading a biofuel conspiracy with a Utah polygamist group that's a shadowy Mormon offshoot known as The Order. Sounds interesting, to say the least. Tell us about the case. Well, the case involved Lev Derman, who's a 53-year-old man from Los Angeles who had a small oil and gas empire in Southern California. And prosecutors said that he teamed up with a pair of brothers uh, and other relatives uh, there from Utah, the Kingston brothers, uh, Jacob and Isaiah, and what they did was produce uh, biodiesel fuel, which made them eligible for credits that were administered by the Internal Revenue Service of up to $2 a barrel. And essentially what the prosecutors said is that over several years, the Kingston submitted phony tax credit applications and defrauded taxpayers eventually of hundreds of millions of dollars. What the trial was about was how Durman teamed up with the Kingstons and really accelerated this fraud through a variety of means. And it was a fascinating trial about this businessman, Lev Durman, who manipulated the Kingstons and placed a lot of assets and money in the names of others, but profited off those actions. So the jury did deliberate eight hours. I've seen juriors go back to a jury room for long enough to vote and come back out. So why does the defense claim that they were afraid to deliberate? Well, what happened in the deliberations is they started last Thursday afternoon, and then they returned Monday and had a verdict by about 1.30 on Monday afternoon. The defense attorney, Mark Garagos from Los Angeles, who's represented a lot of celebrities in his career, Michael Jackson, said that the jury had no questions at all, which sounded suspicious to him. And one of the jurors was excused because he had pneumonia after he had been wearing a mask. And another juror was excused. And they believed that the jury was acting out of panic because when the judge asked the panel who was the four person, they pointed to the empty chair. Now, prosecutors said that there was no basis at all for saying that uh, this denied Dermot a fair and impartial jury. And they pointed out that the jury during its deliberations 
did not send any notes about the COVID-19 epidemic. And so that it, there's no basis to conclude that it played any role in their deliberations. Four members of the Mormon group pleaded guilty before trial. So did they testify against Derman? Was the evidence at trial solid? Two of the brothers, uh, Jacob and Isaiah Kingston, did testify, and they were among five felons who uh, were prosecution witnesses who testified against Love Derman. And there was a great deal of um, documentary evidence about how money moved. And there are also people like uh, Derman's employees who testified, his business partners, his private jet pilot. And uh, the government believed that they built a very strong and elaborate case that, you know, not only rested on the testimony of convicted felons, but had a lot of documentary corroboration. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So, there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. So the prosecutor, who is the U.S. attorney for the area, explained why this case was important to the state of Utah. What did he say? The U.S. attorney in Utah, John Huber, said that basically the Kingstons were a close-knit, insular community who practiced polygamy and that they had been suspected of uh, breaking the law for decades, but that authorities could never build a case against them. And they said that, you know, the Kingstons, Jacob and Isaiah Kingston, began this biodiesel fuel fraud and cheated the government out of tens of millions of dollars. But once Lev German joined the group, he was not actually part of the order, but once he joined the fraud, it really took off and, and then it became a fraud in the hundreds of millions of dollars, and they submitted a total of more than a billion dollars in fraudulent claims, uh, about half of which were honored. So essentially, the U.S. attorney in Utah felt this was a big victory against a group that operates like an organized crime group and has for many years in Utah without prosecution. 
and Dermot himself. Prosecutors wanted him locked up before trial because he projected a menacing air and other reasons. Yeah, he had been in custody since August of 2018. And uh, there was a lot of testimony pre-trial from agents who said that witnesses were very concerned for their physical safety, that uh, German surrounded himself with large, menacing people. And uh, there was quite a bit of testimony about how German was protected by corrupt law enforcement officials, both on the state and federal level. He called it his umbrella of protection. And that was part of the trial, was Jacob Kingston testifying about that umbrella of protection, which allowed German to carry out his scheme. So who will decide whether or not the jurors were afraid to deliberate? Will it be the trial judge? It'll be the trial judge in Salt Lake City, Jill Parrish. Uh, she's a federal district judge. But it's really not clear when this will happen, because immediately after this verdict, the appeals court covering Utah closed down the courthouse to the public, and they'll uh, run on sort of a skeletal staff. So that's clearly going to push back the appeal proceedings as it's done in courthouses around the country. Thanks for being on the Bloomberg Law Show, David. That's David Voriakis, Bloomberg Projects reporter. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.